0: Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things Royals.
1: Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty, the Queen!
0: Let's kick it off. We are lucky to be here, Royally Obsessed, another episode because we've had some. The podcast was done. trying to take us down. <laughs> Internet snafus this morning. But you know what I keep thinking and reminding myself, Rachel, is. Nothing can be going as wrong as Prince Andrew's 2022. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> deservedly so. This feels all pretty fine compared to that. Yeah, deservedly so. So, yeah. okay, we have uh, an email. Email us at info at We love to hear from our listeners. And also you can follow us at royally obsessed podcast on Instagram. And I'm
1: Roberta. And I'm Rachel. What are we talking about today? So much. As you mentioned, Prince Andrew stripped of his military titles at last. Like, this is just, it should be old news. I wish this was old news. It's not. It's new news, but it has happened. It is amazing. We're going to talk about that. Prince Harry's security issues I'm particularly passionate about. I can't wait to talk about that and discuss. Pippa Middleton had an amazing fashion statement. We have new photos from the Crown. The Cambridge
0: kids head back to school. So much more, Roberta. I'm very excited. I am too. I love that the Middleton siblings keep just given us such good content. The fashion from Pippa, the dog photos from James, and Did Elise. Did you see that recent post about James's? Did January? I see it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was – I tried to like it a thousand times. It was so good. It was the most right. endearing comment. Okay, moving it on. It was. It was. Okay. Royal refreshment time. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. So – because of how this morning has gone, I didn't bring my refreshment because I'm now in a new location that actually has internet. Thanks a lot, Comcast. But we I did want to mention that Highgrove launched a new cider, and this sounds delicious. And supposedly Prince William is a cider man, so I'm sure he's definitely going to try this out. He called him, he's a self-proclaimed cider man, and this is a new organic cider that they just launched and so the apples are actually from the Ray Mill Estate in Wiltshire, which hmm. I guess is near Highgrove. It's pretty expensive. It's three pounds a bottle, which I'm like, mm. wow. in in a bar, that would be ok, but not at a grocery store. But it is. I mean it is royal so yeah, you totally know, that sounds justifies delicious I like the signers. price increase yeah um Rachel, I wanted to ask how your weekend long weekend was how oh was well everything? I was sipping quite a few beverages
1: this weekend because I had it was it was fine it was a lovely long weekend but also um Finn decided to ha- develop a little bit of insomnia. I don't really know, but mm. he was up on Sunday night from twelve pm to 6 am and then on s- s- uh, sorry on monday night he was up from see i'm like all garbled from the sleep oh. deprivation he was up from like 11 to 5 so it was just a little challenging but still a decent weekend i started watching yeah. this show called singles inferno that is on netflix and i highly recommend it if you like a dating show it's a twist you know korean dating show
0: yeah i think you mentioned that and it's what it's on netflix you said it's on netflix and it is just almost it's the
1: it's similar to the bachelor where you're you know different couples are trying to pair yeah. up but it's you know a korean dating show totally different and it is kind of more like the british bake-off of dating shows because people are oh. kind to each other it's, oh
0: it's worth cute. a watch but that's anyways sweet. how was your weekend it was good it was good i watched a lot i watched the harry potter reunion which was amazing Ooh. and you have to watch it once you watch all the movies. now that i'm up to date Yes. Um, I also watched this really kind of quirky movie called The Electric Life of Louis Wayne.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: Benedict Cumberbatch and Claire Foy. Ooh. And yeah, which is a great cast. And But it's so sad. Like the first 30 minutes are great. And then the rest is like... Is so, so, so sad. I was sobbing on the couch. So just Sometimes be prepared for a that. a good cry feels good at this juncture in the pandemic. Yeah, and it I does. does. <laughs> it's a little cathartic. It's, it definitely is. Yeah. But speaking of, because you just mentioned Great British Bake Off, I need to talk about, so we posted on the Royally Obsessed Instagram account, which is at Royally Obsessed Podcast, what you guys, what our listeners would bake, or I guess our followers would bake if they were entering the Platinum Pudding competition. And actually, some of our followers... Are entering the competition because they are based in the UK, which is super exciting. We wish them the best of luck. I'm I. You can tell I love how passionate you are about about this. this. (laughs) I
1: mean, I am also, but I just your passion for this is absolutely charming and makes me love you so much. When
0: I say the third person, we posted. I posted this on Instagram because I'm so so excited about Platinum Pudding competition. But anyway, so because it's real life, Great British Breakoff, like it is, but with a royal spin. There's nothing more. But we got some responses more. And we did get some really good responses. So one person said trifle with Dubonnet, which I thought was a great idea. The queen loves her Dubonnet. Also coconut sponge with mm-hmm. limoncello curd and Prosecco buttercream. Everyone's going Go in on her. the boozy desserts. What is in, Prosecco in. buttercream and why have I not tried that in my life? It sounds like the most airy, light, delicious thing ever created there's also this this submission was really with the queen in mind because obviously they're gonna try and make something that she would love so chocolate biscuit cake which is supposedly mm-hmm. her favorite um well and then played I love the, yeah and then i love this final response this person said they wanted to bake humble pie which we all <laughs> need a slice or two of that we all love do it. yes
1: what a great selection and yeah best of luck to
0: all entering i know keep us posted i hope i really hope Aurora wins the competition. That would be incredible. All right, moving on. This Week in Royal History. And now, This Week in Royal History. So a little bit of a deviation, but we wanted to talk about MLK Junior Day, which is January 17th, obviously, this Monday, and give us a nice long weekend. But we wanted to touch on the fact that MLK Jr. visited London in 1964 on his way to Oslo to collect the Nobel Peace Prize. For his leadership in the Civil Rights Movement, he held a sermon at St. Paul's Cathedral, didn't meet with the Queen, but on Monday, the Grenadier Guards, in front of Buckingham Palace, performed an upbeat version of the Happy Birthday song. It's the Stevie Wonder version that was written in honor of MLK to get his birthday a national holiday. I love that, too. I think that that history is
1: really fascinating, that he really
0: was the one that made that happen. And the write-ups in the tabloids are Queen's thoughtful tribute to MLK Jr. at Buckingham Palace was dubbed amazingly sweet by fans. I did like that Dr. Shola kind of called this out. She said, thoughtful, question mark? Okay, I'll bite she calls out the royal family, rightfully so. You know, MLK Jr. wasn't invited to the palace when he was in London. The palace had no colored hiring policy in the 60s. And there's still the controversy over the exemption from the race laws that the mm-hmm. palace is not subject to. So definitely good to recognize that it is a tribute, but also there's so much context around it always. Well, and I always
1: think it's bizarre, too. Like, we still never saw any mentioned from the royal family about the black lives matter movement so i think that that was just a very you know it's it all dredges those thoughts up when you see exactly but it was yeah the rendition is beautiful of course and then we
0: had it in california the sussexes contributed a number of black owned food trucks to the volunteers at the mlk junior center's community service day and the daughter of mlk bernice king tweeted i'm so grateful for your graciousness in honoring my father And we know in years past, the Sussexes have sent lunch to volunteers at the Compton Veterans of Foreign Wars uh, service days. So
1: they're always so thoughtful in what they do on these, you know, to honor these sort of in a behind the scenes way, which I really always appreciate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Royal Rundown. Let's do it. Let's get into it. So what have the Royals been up to? We have a Life Through the Royal Lens photo exhibit. Kensington Palace, March 4th.
1: Yeah, you can submit your own photos by January 31st, and they may be featured in this exhibit, which I think just was super cool to think about, Roberta. I was just like, I immediately thought of one of our most devoted, dedicated Rose Rachel from New Zealand <laughs> who met Meghan Markle on tour. Like I just feel like submit those
0: pics. <laughs> yes. But I was thinking, don't they have a no selfie policy? So what photos, like fr- far away candidates, but not, s- I would love to see yeah, the a bunch of people the submit selfies and like who broke the rules the most, like, you but know. But get in so. that exhibit. I
1: think it's like Annie Leibovitz and then it could be your image. That's amazing. Incredible. All right. Also, we know that George, Charlotte, and Louis are back at school. I feel like all I can think about is Kate and William and their relief because that is the headspace that I'm at, that Finn is finally back after many on and off closures. I'm not sure that that's the case for Kate and William, but it's just been a wild ride continually for parents but George and Charlotte are back at St. Thomas's Battersea and Louie is at Wilcox Nursery.
0: And he'll Louie will join his older siblings in September at the same school. So yeah. that'll probably alleviate some of that stress. They'll be able to drop all three kids off at the same time. Yeah, double so.
1: drop-offs I hear are really oof, challenging as a mom oof. of one. <laughs> or triple yeah. drop-offs, however many.
0: I love this that we got updates. That the first time we'll see Harry this year is for a better up event in February. So it's February 3rd. Yeah, it's called Inner Workday, and it's with Alexi
1: Robichaud and Jacinta Jimenez. And she's the VP of Coach Innovations. Also, really weird small world, she is a really dear friend of my sister-in-law. So I feel like worlds, royal worlds, everything is colliding. I know, I know. My sister-in-law was the first to text me about it because she obviously knows about my royal obsession. And so anyways, um, I'm really excited because I'm also- Separation from the, the royals, biggest that's incredible. fan not sponsored of Better Up. It is
0: really not incredible.
1: Not about Prince Harry. I just am genuinely a fan of what the work they're doing. But okay, moving on. Can't wait to see Harry on February 3rd.
0: We also have another royal getting into the podcasting space. Rachel, it's getting a little... It's getting a little competitive yeah. in here, isn't it? Geez, <laughs> so Eugenie is doing an anti-slavery collective podcast with her co-founder of that, the Anti-Slavery Collective, coming in this year, coming in 2022. But I love the promo shot that they posted, which is actually it was in their newsletter, email newsletter. So you have to be a subscriber, and it's them on a living room, what well, looks like a living room couch, but I think it's Frogmore Cottage. There's a picture of Beatrice and Edo behind her, so the decor is stunning.
1: All. All I know is what I wouldn't give to be doing this podcast from a couch, like the way that they're set up with you. I just would be so excited if that was our weekly setup. And it's like, I keep dreaming that it's going to happen sometime soon. Once Omicron Especially
0: ends. in, I mean, it's a white couch. I just love when you see inside the Royals' homes. Obviously, it's such a sneak peek into their lives. And she has these beautiful blue and white pillows, this white couch, a huge bookshelf, It rivals even my bookshelf. Yeah, you have gorgeous (laughs)
1: bookshelves. I feel like that's (laughs) also the the home dream for me. It's just like that kind of bookshelf.
0: The built-ins, the built-ins, yeah. Okay, and then our last thing was this morning. Kate and William are back to work. They went to the Foundling Museum in London. Which
1: is great. I mean, I think just seeing them back at work, we had all the blitz of Kate's 40th birthday and now they're back on the scene. Kate was in head-to-toe black. I think what stood out to me in the With photos, the blue coat, though. With the, the blue coat, coat when she was arriving. Yeah. But I felt inside mm-hmm. she looked so sleek. Um, she did. One thing that stood out that is super random to me, did you see the activity that they did where they drew with pencils that were attached to three-foot-long sticks? Yeah, And they had to look... Or they couldn't look at what they were doing and they had to doodle. And that just seemed like the new coloring book meditation for me like I loved that sort of idea of you're looking aren't you drawing the people that are around you was that the direction they had yeah
0: it's and actually one of the people I don't think it was Kate William but someone was doing really well like I was like that looks like a line drawing you would buy off of Etsy so I do think we should try this out as a craft maybe maybe you and Finn should give it a shot I mean that's what William said I think he
1: said the kids would really enjoy that but I would really enjoy
0: that William FYI (laughs) They're always giving us Fun for the whole family. Inspo. Yeah, the Cambridges always, you know, know how to give us those Pinterest crafts, Kate and Louie last year or so or two years ago. Gosh.
1: Okay, the news you can use, the news we want to get into. <laughs> I amazing. am just... Floored by this Prince Harry UK security request, and I want to discuss this deeply with you, Roberta. In fact, Same. on Saturday night when it broke, and I saw it on my you know news alerts, on my D, you know DMs, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, people, I went to text you, but then I was like, I'm just, I know she's seen it. I'm just going to like we we can like nod from afar and not exchange and not talk about it on Saturday night because we have the podcast. Because I was just like, I was so upset about the news but basically
0: i kind of had a phone-free weekend anyway so i'm glad because i i did i saw this but i didn't really dive into it so i'm, I'm glad we're talking about it now so what okay so, so harry, i just want to yeah, give
1: like it. what exactly happened so there was a tabloid leak in the mail on sunday that kicked this off that harry was suing the uk home office so he could be provided with security for upcoming not confirmed but upcoming visits to the uk with his family this is not at all true. This is not what went down. It was total twisting of words. And that is why Harry had to release an immediate statement. That's why it broke on Saturday night. That basically what he's asking for, Harry wants to pay for his own leveled up or enhanced security when he comes to town with his family. He was denied. And I want to get into that. Why? He was denied that even though he's asking to pay for it himself. So he asked for a judicial review of that decision. And of course, we know that Harry faces a huge amount of threats, especially in the UK, like neo-Nazi groups, racist, so many threats against their lives. So he needs enhanced security. But his goal with this request to, was to not burden the taxpayer, right? He's paying for it himself. I'm going to say that 17 times. He wants to pay for this himself. Right. He's basically asking to get the OK for his private security team To provide that enhanced protection, meaning they get access to all the intelligence that goes on in relation to their lives, that they're allowed to carry a weapon. Which I went down into the weeds on this, Roberta, and I was like, "Gosh, if someone checked my Google history, they might be concerned." But I was googling (laughs) gun laws in the UK and like, well, who gets to carry a weapon and who doesn't, and it is very restrictive over there. So I think you know he needs that. But then this is where it gets insanely upsetting. Is The tabloid goal is obviously to maliciously drag Harry, and the royal family's goal? Question mark, question mark. I don't know. But what really was just devastating to read, and the triggering event for Harry came actually way back in July twenty twenty one when we were all talking about the Diana statue unveiling. Harry went to that Well Child event with Ed Sheeran that he we saw some images from, and Mm -hmm. apparently when he left, his safety was put at risk. He didn't say these exact words in the statement, but paparazzi chased him away from the event
0: which i keep thinking is so triggering for him Mm -hmm. when he his mother and the trauma and how he's talked so much about the ptsd he suffered after her her death and i think particularly about paparazzi chasing you i think that that must bring up so many harsh and um, traumatizing memories but particularly when you know lilibet's only six months old Mm -hmm. archie's two of course, he wants to have every protection possible, for and his he lost his security
1: family. when they stepped down as senior right. members of the royal family. We know that by the way, Prince Andrew still has security. Again, I'm not trying to hijack what's coming next when we talk about Prince Andrew, but like this is a really big piece of this. I totally agree. I mean, you have little kids that you want to keep safe. You have your wife. You have yourself. You They yeah. inherited the security risk. So the fact that they're being denied is really complicated for me.
0: And my question is, you know, the tabloids of misconstrued where he's like suing the queen or Buckingham Palace or whatever. And Buckingham Palace is like, we have nothing to do with this. This is a, you know, the home office. It's the Metropolitan Police's problem. It's the Thames Valley Police's problem. Um, it's not on our hands. Like, we're we, – you know, whatever. It's their decision. So why is the Home Office then blocking Harry from allowing – you know, why What? Why wouldn't they let him pay for it? It just is like – I just am so confused. I do not know, Roberta. Like, and that's one of the questions
1: I have is why is this being denied? Like, it, it absolutely doesn't make sense. Someone's offering to foot the bill for their security and who is – yeah, it just – there's – There's no reasoning to me why this would be an obstacle. And also, I think it makes me really reflective on, like, all of our conversations here where we're constantly saying, gosh, Harry and Meghan, just bring Lilibet to meet Lilibet. Mm -hmm, But, like, mm -hmm. this is – he can't. He absolutely can't if he doesn't have the safety. And especially in relation to this event that happened last July. Like, he was there solo. Luckily, imagine if he was there with the kids. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. And one thing I want to say, you know, also about this whole thing is just – I think something that comes up a lot on this show is that when what we experience is the fact that people tend to be, you know, pro-Cambridge, pro-Sussex. They really are, like, on these different camps, and it's a little polarizing or a lot polarizing, and that's something we witness a lot. But I think with with an incident like this, hearing, hearing that Harry has gone through this, I think the common ground for royal fans is that we are pro-Diana. And so for me, it just was absolutely just – I felt sick to my stomach – Thinking that Harry experienced something was that was so similar to what killed his mother.
0: Yeah, whether you know whether you love or loathe Harry, which you know, okay, you have you can have your opinion about it. You don't want. I, I wouldn't think that him paying for his protection is going to, like, that would make the British pa- taxpayer really happy, right? Yes. They, that's, they love when <laughs> the royals want to pay out of their own pocket, then it's not coming out of their taxes. So why not let him protect his family? I would think the son of Diana deserves, you know, at least that. Well, yeah.
1: And I think the timeline of this is really confusing as well. And this is where it's like, I, I think we're talking about Andrew as well, because when this news broke, again, this happened, Harry filed this request in September of 2021 after he visited in July. And it breaks two days or a day after Prince Andrew's military titles are stripped. And it just feels, why did that leak happen in that way, right? Like, I think that that's where it gets incredibly complex. And there's even a quote in the Sussex's statement that says, it is due to a leak in a UK tabloid with surreptitious timing, we feel it necessary to release a statement to set the facts straight. And truly, this knocked Andrew off the front pages by Sunday of all the tabloids. And I think that that is really complicated.
0: And I do want to point out too, and, uh, you know, the news that it is the British Home Office it's not uh, it's not the Queen, it's not Buckingham Mm -mm. Palace. But this is Her Majesty's government. At the end of the day, you know, they are able to intervene and I think that they should be intervening right now and I think that that's, if you need any kind of evidence or data point that Harry and his family have not been treated rightly, this is a major data point to add to the list because this is evidence that he has been struggling because he's trying to get his family over there and he he can't. He physically can't without putting them at risk. Yeah. You wouldn't take... I mean, if you knew that you were this, you wouldn't take Finn anywhere near a place of that would cause not. any kind of anxiety. I can't even imagine. And you,
1: and you also, for your own like self... You know, too. It's like your ex- your whole family, yeah. And I, but the, and to your point, like I, I feel like this is where I want a statement from William because the echoes to his fam, his mother's past. Like I feel like this is when a joint statement is released from the brothers or just William himself, just shutting this down, being like, "I will not stand." Yeah. I want like BBC level anger from William on hearing that this happened to his brother because this is not okay, and none of us should be okay with this.
0: Right. Anyways,
1: I do feel like potential good news times the Jubilee, right? Like I. Think think you know if you're thinking about it like harry it does sound like is trying to get over there so stop denying the request keep him safe get him over
0: there i care about that yeah it's good for the royal brand get them over there, and they can have they have now the time to work it out before then so that's what i'm hopeful for so Mm -hmm. you're so right All right, moving on, Prince Andrew. So <laughs> maybe just, we were punting it a second because we just avoid it. We're like, oh, we're totally let's. procrastinating this. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, the biggest question that we're asking, that everyone's asking, is why the fuck did it take so long? And I'm happy to drop an f bomb for that yes. one. And I'm sorry for anyone who's offended, but I do think I have an answer, and well, multiple answers. My theory is this: as a mother, this is the stuff of nightmares. Yeah, that's a quote taken very from a source good point, from an Roberta. article. But your mom believes in you more than anyone, and she still held out hope that he would be vindicated. She was going to wait, innocent until proven guilty, on probably the worst advice we've seen in the history of the royal family, that everything would work out, regardless of, you know, ignoring the fact that Virginia brought Andrew's name into this in 2015, seven years ago. Seven years. We also had Ghislaine Maxwell guilty. We had the Newsnight interview. Disastrous. We had the judge dismissing the motion to avoid the trial, which was finally the icing on the cake that made the queen kind of take the action. But he's still, I mean, all this time, it just, it feels, I just feel like too little too late. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I think that, what was your reaction when you saw that? News or that statement, where you just—I mean, my mouth was on the floor, and then I was like, "Why is my mouth on the floor?" Because this should have happened many, many times over. You know, it's like this is late old. But I think what
0: we've learned from the royal family, time and time again, what they've shown us is that they'll only move when forced, Mm -hmm. and I think that's troubling because I think about Diana and the statement the queen the queen gave on the eve of her funeral, or I think about. Um, prince philip finally surrendering his driver's license mm-hmm. i mean remember that and it's only when forced and in order to protect the brand and there's only been a handful of times where she's had to kind of choose the firm over her family and this is definitely one of them because obviously we know Andrew's one of her favorite son not one of her favorite <laughs> and i just wish that and i think in order to survive the monarchy needs to start being proactive and not retroactive.
1: Yeah, reactive. Reactive. Exactly. No, I totally agree. Because this was also, this came once, I mean, there was a letter signed by 150 Royal Navy, Royal Air Force veterans asking the queen to make this happen. It seemed like she really just, the pressure was so, so, so great that she was, her back was against the wall. She had to do it, which that should never, it should not have come to that for this to happen.
0: So he had his H.R.H. removed, he had his military titles handed back to the Queen, he had his patronages handed back to the Queen, all returned to her to be redistributed among the royal family. Did you know that he also got a title added? No. So in addition to the Duke of York, he's now also the Dork of Yuck. Wait, (laughs) stop it. It's not the (laughs) Dork of Yuck. Wait, what? (laughs) god he, he's totally the dork of yuck sorry that's my dad humor wait, my dad what? actually did that wait, wait
1: wait, that was i was like re- i was so tuned in i was like i, I was know, like wait, you're so- i'm taking notes i'm like the dork of yuck wait what what That, uh, that
0: was, i like, needed embarrassing. A, <laughs> i needed a bit of levity because i feel like this is really upsetting Roberta. it's really oh my gosh you have the away with words my friend <laughs> the dork of yuck i stole that joke so sorry don't come after me whoever it was <laughs> so um, good um I did want to talk about, though, just the comparison, because a lot of people brought this up, that the comparison between Harry and Meghan and their titles and H.R.H. status when they, you know, when Harry moved to America to keep his family safe. And even if you do doubt that story and say, oh, it was for, you know, commercial gain, it was for their own, you know, monetary gain, commercial success, that still has no comparison whatsoever. It's not even in the same realm as an alleged sex trafficking of underage girls mm-hmm. i'm i mean i i am outraged and i want to read this quote from omid's piece for i news he wrote for the public watching this saga play out the ring of protection around andrew has been confusing especially when you compare his treatment to prince harry who love or loathe him simply wanted to remove his family from an unhealthy environment. There was no sympathetic support. Instead, he was publicly dragged over the coals and stripped of his every achievement and royal privilege before setting one foot out of the country. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's what's also
1: been really bothering me in the aftermath. You talk about the headlines about Harry knocking Prince Andrew off the page, but now we're seeing headlines this week about Prince Andrew and Prince Harry not getting jubilee medals potentially. Like I actually didn't even click. A lot of it was Daily Mail, but there are images that show Harry and Andrew together at like old, old events, right? Mm-hmm. Just side by side. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they should not be on the same page. Like nothing about them is comparable. And it's, yeah, it's really frustrating.
0: Even comparing the statements, like the Queen's statement about Andrew, I think was like 42 words, very stoic. Harry's had a lot more emotion to it. But you know, and I love this. Our one of our roars, Sonia, pointed this out. She said, "There's a quiet tone of Buckingham Palace's statement that all his patronage and titles have been returned to the Queen, like there's some camping gear being dropped off after a long holiday. Like it doesn't sound like someone who is now going to court over sex trafficking and mm-hmm. uh, underage girls is getting his titles stripped, and he still and has I think security." That's what and he did a shooting party on Saturday. That's not someone who s- sounds remorseful at all. There was, like, some shooting party in Windsor. Supposedly it was a gift from the queen to Eugenie for Christmas, and so they held it on Saturday. But it's like, don't you think you should move that around? Or just disinvite because... your dad? Like, don't have oh, And they weren't actually – they just had lunch with the shooting party. I think Fergie and Andrew met them later and had lunch with them. But still, it's like, guys, it's just – he doesn't know how to stay out of the spot. Yeah. Like, and – Now there's this ITV doc that aired last night, and I stayed up late watching it. It's called Yeah. What was this? I saw it like on my. Tell me more, Roberta. I watched it last night using a VPN, and I did want to play a clip. This is ITV's Ranveer Singh who is calling a number in Epstein's little black book. The names and numbers in here are vast. It's not exactly a little black book by any means. The one that really catches your attention is the one up here. And this is for the Duke of York. Duke of York, Buckingham Palace, London, his address, it says here. And then there are numbers for Sunning Hill, Wood Farm, his equerry, Balmoral. There's what looks like a mobile phone number on here for him. Um, I'm going to give it a go. I'm
1: afraid I've not been quick enough to get to the phone before it went off to take your message. If you do have a message, please leave it and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. When we finish recording, please hang
0: up or press the hash key for more options. Hello. I think this might be Prince Andrew. Uh, This is Ranveer Singh from ITV. And we found your number on uh, the little black book. Uh, And we'd like to have a chat with you. If you could get back to us. Thank you. I mean, that sounded like Prince Andrew's voice. Prince Andrew's voice on a voicemail. Wow, I'm actually speechless the fact that he hasn't changed his number too that's what i think why wouldn't you disconnect it if you're like maybe you know because it does sound like him it's like obviously we don't have confirmation it is him but there's other bombshells in this doc i mean the fact that uh, a friend of Galene's alleges that Andrew and Galene actually dated for some of that relationship, and were she was very cozy, point, comfy, right? Like, uh, yeah, at one forth. point she went out in and out of Buckingham Palace four times in one day. It was just like in and out, like a revolving door. And then also that Andrew was very, very particular. There's no, there's nothing earth shattering. Like a lot of it we already knew, but there's this one detail that's kind of stuck with me. That's this teddy bear thing. And if you just Google Prince Andrew teddy bear, it'll come up. But it's basically that he is super. Particular about little things, and one of those things is his stuffed animals on his bed, and he would want them arranged like perfectly, which feels so just gross. and <laughs> context, see my, like, I'm like, ah, <laughs> gross. and as of today, so as, just last little thing as of today, social media accounts gone, Duke of York gone. Oh, it from, is, oh, yeah, all social. And I just have a feeling now, and Charles, you know, was asked. I even by a reporter, checked his account in a while. That's, I on yeah on it just was this morning, but on a recent event, Charles was asked by a reporter, didn't comment. Uh, but Rachel, I do think this is the tip of the iceberg. I oh think my the God, stomach totally. churning details are c- going to come out in full force this year. And the worst part about it, I think, I mean, truly, after the fact that they've waited this long to do anything about it, is that it's the Queen's platinum jubilee year. And this just colors it so differently. I think, you know of any royal scandal in recent memory this is the this is by far just so yeah, I mean, this has got to be so heartbreaking for the queen to deal yeah. with yeah <laughs> yep more on that i'm sure i'm sure to come this does feel like there's there's a lot more that's going to come out yeah, especially with sigh. the trial if the trial moves forward yeah, so and i'm curious what will happen there yeah Before we adjourn the royal pod, here are highs and lows. It's time for the royal highs and lows. I'll kick it off with a low that is this, the party (laughs) gate of Boris Johnson that never ends its downing street. Had to apologize to the queen because on the eve of Philip's funeral in April, there were two parties thrown at 10 Downing Street. The country was also in a period of national mourning at this time. They were in step two lockdown measures, which I guess limits indoor gathering. And you think about two parties for two people who are leaving. uh, It's like a going away party. They Mm -hmm. said like retirement. And then we get the picture of the queen sitting alone in a pew and how, you know, that's really stuck with me. I think this whole time and it's such a poignant photo. It's called leading by example. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's definitely calls for Boris Johnson to resign over these parties, and there's been so many reports, so we're keeping an eye on that story and seeing how it develops, but... (sighs) I'm sighing a lot in this episode, I'm just (laughs) (laughs) like... Anyways,
1: Milo sort of came at me by a surprise. I was binging Emily in Paris this weekend, and I'm officially done, and I know we've had a couple of Lily Collins mentions now back-to-back, but there is a scene in episode five, if anyone wants to like look it up but um, with Alfie this adorable Brit and he's trying to explain Brexit to Emily and she goes Megxit I get like she doesn't understand Brexit but she uses Megxit and it Ugh. made me so mad and I know that the stereotypes that exist in this show like I I feel like I'm I love it
0: for the a lot Paris. of it is I, really eye rolly right it's so eye roly.
1: there's so many things yeah. but I'm just like I think leave the royal family out of this <laughs> Like, do yeah. not use the term Mexit. It is racist. It is sexist. It has tabloid troll origins. Like,
0: I just felt like even Emily in Paris should be better than that. It, was, it made me mad. Totally. By the way, speaking of TV, though, I have to say, I finished Ghosts. Oh, I, three seasons, I, I, I started so it. I need to start. Good. It's so good. It's. They I, do mention Meghan Markle once, I think, and it's not Megxit. So, kudos to them for not waiting into the exit yeah using that term that we're totally retiring all right my high this week is elizabeth debicki there's new shots of her in costume on set of the crown season five and i i think they got the hair right this time i don't want to jinx it i think the hair looks good And she looks amazing. I wholeheartedly
1: agree. When I saw that photo of her with like the newspaper in front of her getting into the car, the Mm -hmm. sunglasses, I actually thought I was looking at Diana. And I know. I had a hard time with this batch of photos deciphering who was who, which is – Elizabeth DeVicke, we
0: cannot wait. I do like, too, that they have these – I think they're called like paper bag trousers with the stripes um, and the military style blazer and the Lady Dior bag – and but I like that they kind of update it for 2022. Like mm-hmm. it does feel like something I would wear today, but it's still totally Diana. So, anyways, I could talk on and on and on. But go <laughs> I ahead. Can't with wait, your high. November.
1: Um, my
0: high is Pippa
1: Middleton's fabulous jumpsuit. Did you see this, Roberta?
0: I saw it, and I. I love it, but I'm on the fence about whether it's a jumpsuit.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I think everyone's calling it a jumpsuit, but I think it's pants and a top. I don't even care. I it was still high, just beautiful, vibrant red. The fact that she had a date night with her hubby James Matthews, they did have a baby, remember, in March. So this is their baby's not even a year old. They're getting out. I am so desperate love to get out. Like I just want to Dress to the nines, go to a bar, go to a club. I don't even care. I just was jealous, but I also was like, that is a beautiful look, and it was a high for me seeing those Did pictures. you see her clutch too? Yes. The Loved Eden it. Rock
0: clutch, which so bold. is like some kind of tie to her mother-in-law. I think James Matthews' parents own Eden Rock. I don't know. That could be totally No, I think wrong. you're right. I, I think there's a the the family
1: <laughs> connection there for sure. It's like yeah. one of
0: those Lucite um, hard plastic clutches, which I think are so I so think that was like very –
1: bold
0: for Yeah, her, so. I totally agree. Just love yeah. to
1: see it. She looked amazing. I just want to go out. I want a full calendar. I never thought I'd say that, but I'm ready for like, I just want to wear cute clothes and not just wear jeans and leggings every day. I'm over
0: Aww, it. I'll go out with you. Matt, oh, yeah. if you're listening, come on. Put well, something as soon on the bus- as Omicron fades, yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's and just Valentine's Omicron Day's that's bringing up. me down. You know what I mean? Because I feel like we were back to going out. It's like, <laughs> take like old, like summer pandemic over. Current pandemic, I guess, is what it I is. I know,
0: I know, but it does. It's in retreat, supposedly. That was the headline in the New York Times news. Yes, I so. saw that.
1: Numbers are disappearing. Yeah.
0: yeah, we're staying stay strong, strong you guys everyone. Schedule
1: a night out Come for on. Valentine's. Valentine's side note is Matt's favorite holiday. Well, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> not love about. I I think i told you this every year. Do not. Ugh. Do so. I just feel like it's a hallmark holiday. Like I don't know. I can't get on board, but he loves it. Oh, what's your favorite holiday? Fourth of July. Not because I'm patriotic, but I, I, I love that. a good summer barbecue and just like I all knew those... that you love hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, I am patriotic. I love you know, yeah. at times, but I feel like it's just more you know. I love um, Mine is
0: Thanksgiving. So both of ours are kind of more about
1: the. It's more about, about the, the food. food. <laughs> oh, and on the Fourth of July, you also get fireworks. Who does not yes, love fireworks? You're right. It's so. It's yeah. like kickoff to summer on the East Coast. It's a beautiful I day.
0: Sometimes our producer is going to kill us for not wrong. So I do sometimes <laughs> feel like though with Fourth of July that. There's so it's like New Year's Eve where there's so much hype around something, and then if you don't have good plans, it's like. Uh, but just make a potato salad, and, and if, then you've got plans. If you're outside, it's fine. It's just you enjoy don't need the anything summer. but a
1: little fresh air and potato salad, and it's a great uh,
0: day. I'm looking forward to summer, and that Me too. that sounds amazing. All right. Just a reminder before we close, leave us a royal rating. Here's a recent one. It says As a royal watcher, I can't express how much I enjoy this weekly podcast. Rachel and Roberta are relatable and bring the latest royal news. I especially enjoy their spectacular guests who always bring an interesting point of view. If you want to escape the craziness of a divisive world for a while and escape into the royal world, give this a listen. You won't regret it. (gasps) Thank you so much. Thank you. That's such a kind review. And our guests are spectacular. We totally agree. Reminders to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Please email us info at gallerypodcasts.com. And till next week, barring power outages and internet problems, God
1: God save save the save the the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and
0: join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a Gallery Podcast production.